Hello, you're listening to No Limits, a PlayStation podcast. This is my second attempt at recording after I hit the background button instead of the intro button. And in other news, Silent Hill has just been raided in South Korea. All that and more. Hit it off, Jim. Woo! My fellow oomphies, as I'm saying today. <laughs> my name is Taylor. I'm joined by my my co-hosts, my co-oomphies, Brianna and Sam. And you're listening to No Limits, a PlayStation podcast where I only botch the intro 30% of the time. Remember Hello, can... I'm Sam. <laughs> oh, hey, Sam. You got a nice little, a nice little stash. Did I do good? <laughs> you did really good. That actually shocked me. Yeah, good job, Sam. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Thank you. I really appreciate it. No problem, Sam. Remember, you can find this podcast over on YouTube.com slash Save the Game Media every Tuesday. While you're over there, make sure to subscribe to the channel. But if you'd rather listen on audio, we're on all your favorite podcast services and would love it if you could leave us a review. It helps us grow and we'd love any feedback. If you would like to interact with us more, including sending in questions, join the Discord, the link down below. And guys, the Discord has been popping off recently. Oh, there yeah. have been a non-zero number of people who have been joining. It's crazy. <laughs> And if you want to support and get early access to all Save the Game Media content, head over to patreon.com slash Save the Game Media and choose the tier that's right for you. Just like our current patrons did, Bucky Blue, Hopple, Alpaca Tom, SAZ, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Brianna's broomstick, (laughs) (laughs) Amon, Anna Hudak, and Nikolai at night. Luna the cat. (laughs) I mean, she's here. Yeah, Luna the cat. Brianna's Luna. So, yeah, please go over to Patreon and check it out where you can get access to all our exclusive shows like Save the Game Boy or Nintendo Show, which I think we're recording next Sunday, a week from now, October 2nd, 2022. Um, A week from October 2nd being October 9th because that's how math works with Mm -hmm. myself, Ethan, Kevin, and maybe Bree or more. Anyone wants to show up? Yeah. Come on down. And um, a week after that, we'll probably be getting a new episode of the leftovers from me which is a gaming cooking fitness podcast where i talk about elbow issues and consistency of things and lastly we are doing god of war ragnarok giveaway now at the time of this recording again it's october 2nd this giveaway ends october 3rd so for public feed listeners by the time you're listening to this the giveaway will already be over unfortunately but for Mm -hmm. patrons who are listening to this to early access there is still time probably like less than 24 hours by the time you're listening to this enter the giveaway so to enter tweet us or show us in the discord that you're subscribed to our youtube channel or review no limits to the five star radio on apple or spotify you get you get patrons because they're the only ones left who can participate in this at this time get two entries for each of those things for a maximum of four entries in the giveaway whereas non-patrons who have previously entered get one entry for each of those actions so they have a maximum of two entries in the giveaway so please finish that up, and we'll be picking a winner uh, very soon. So with that said, uh, how are we doing, Sam? Good. Oh, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, I'm going to call no. you Sam for the rest of the episode, by the way. We have to talk about how you're busy. 
I'm not going to be able to keep it up, guys. Uh, okay. So I'm doing good. Um, it's been a very lazy weekend. It's been nice. I front loaded all of my schoolwork that I had to do yeah. at the beginning of the week. So remember you talking about that on IHMF where you're like, yeah. the most productive Monday of all time. Yeah, it's uh, I came up with this new fancy thing called lists. Um, Brianna tried to steal my idea later on, but um, we all know that. No, I'm the because then Luna just puked on my notebook and ruined all. Oh. Of <laughs> so you tried like pressing rewind. <laughs> I would if I could. Trust me, I tried cleaning the notebook too. It's completely covered. The yeah, you just gotta throw it away at that point. I'm sorry. Mm, you can. That's a lot of work in the trash, but oh well. But yeah, I'm doing good. Been playing Halo all weekend. I downloaded the Master Chief Collection. Um, playing through Halo 4 for the first time ever. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, what? Are you allowed to being, talk about that on this podcast? Or? Being you, you've only now just played Halo 4? I didn't play Halo 4 or 5. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. What a, but I'm, what I'm a, working what on that blind spot. Fraud. But here's the thing. Everyone has so much hate for Halo 4 and 5. And I don't Sean, necessarily get it all. So Sean we're going to talk about Halo that. 4 a lot. And Halo Five. Does he? Okay. Yeah. So, so I think me and Sean Capri are definitely on the same wa- wavelength there. But I'm going to talk a lot more on Project X Talk. Uh, we're recording Tuesday, uh, so it's not going to be a live show, but it'll be up Thursday Ooh. like normal because uh, we got a special guest coming on Tuesday. <gasps> um, so that'll be really yes. fun. Is it Willy Wonka? Um, I don't know who it is that actually. Is <laughs> I don't. I don't pay attention. Kevin's the one that does all the back end work, Matt and booty. I just show up and and talk. I hope it, that'd be cool with his Matt big booty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been playing a ton of Halo. Uh, I finished up Horizon, or sorry, I finished up God of War, um, which again. was an absolute blast again. And now I'm playing through Horizon Zero Dawn um, because I have the code for Forbidden West that came with the PS5. And I'm like, I can't play this until I finish Zero Dawn. So I've been playing through. I talked a little bit about that on X Talk with Kevin. Kevin apparently hates Horizon. He just, yeah, can't he stand also it. like hates. This is why we haven't invited He him. also hates like small animals. And yeah. like puppies, things of that nature. So yeah, you, you can't trust him with game choices because he hates Red Dead Redemption too. So and Animal Crossing. But uh yeah, I'm loving Horizon Zero Dawn. Going through the combat's great. I think it's very fluid. The only weird thing is the facial animations, which I've seen online is is very polarizing. They just look very stiff and weird. But overall, great weekend for me. Sounds like a great awesome. time, honestly. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I still need to play Horizon as the host for a PlayStation. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm open world games. I need to pace myself. Like Ghost, I need to pace myself. Breath of the Wild, I yeah, need to yeah. pace myself. Like I can't just shred through them like you can, Ethan. Oh, <laughs> and a question I wanted to ask you in the Discord, which I guess you haven't seen, is I'm thinking about getting into AC Valhalla just to like do mind numbing yeah. stuff and just like press button to do like <laughs> aggressive combat and win. Yeah. How well does AC Valhalla accommodate turning your brain off on, let's say, a medium difficulty? Uh, great. I mean, if you get into that zone of just doing all the side stuff, like th- all the main quest line, yeah, there's a narrative to it and there's a story and you might want to follow it. Um, I think it's interesting. But yeah, like I'll follow um, the story, but like when it comes to the combat. Right. When it comes to the combat, I mean, it's just mashing, hack and slash, especially once you get higher up. I like I dual wield Mjolnir and Excalibur. And I have like the hidden or like I have this crazy hidden ones armor. Thor's hammer. Yes, you can achieve. You can get Thor's hammer in this game. You have to you have to go to a special location in Norway to find it. It's a secret. Um, I think you can look up a guide for it. It's also attached to an achievement or a trophy. Is it main game, not DLC? Main game. Mjolnir's hammer, I believe. The complete edition, which includes all the past DLC, including Ragnarok, is like 40 bucks. 
Oh yeah, if it's it's definitely going to be there. I want to say it's there from the beginning. Don't quote me on that. Um, but That's it's amazing. in a secret location. There's nothing in the game that'll tell you where it is. So you got to look up a guide to figure out where it does is. Does it return to you? Can you call it back? Like I like I, I, like no, Leviathan I don't think Axe I don't think it's that crazy because oh, okay, I don't okay. think AC Valhalla even has a mechanic of throwing a weapon. What if we can wield Thor's hammer in the new game? God of War Ragnarok, man. Oh my that would God. be cool. Oh my God. You think All that's right. going to be the new weapon they introduce? I mean, they have a collector's edition based around Thor's hammer. Because you're starting off with the Blades of Chaos and the axe, the Leviathan axe. Yes. Right. So, and keeping with tradition of the last game where you're getting a new weapon halfway through. You never know. Maybe you get Mjolnir. Oh my god. Oh my god. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry for that diversion. Bree, how about you? How what have you been playing? Um, a tiny bit of Returnal. Um Oh, just a tiny bit? You didn't complete it? You didn't beat it? Why? No, because <laughs> I kind of am stuck. Okay. We well, gotta get I'll... in on multiplayer. Yeah. I don't have friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> It's on PS Plus. Uh, yeah. Any of us can download it. Yeah, no, I just need help with the third boss. It's okay. it's difficult, but um. Anyways, I so I'm I'm a little bit stuck in Returnal, but I'm like still kind of trying. Um, and then I've been playing Boyfriend Dungeon. <gasps> I played that game. Eric is a creeper. Great. Eric is the worst. Like, <laughs> not even messing with you. Like the worst. I would probably be way meaner than the chosen dialogue options it was like no i don't want to talk to you i would probably be like you're creepy go away and don't talk to me <laughs> I because every time order. you're like every time you're like no i don't want to talk to you he's like oh you're just playing coy that's so cute and i'm like i will throat punch you sir. i will cut you <laughs> Dude, if somebody talked to me like that in real life they would not make it very long i fiat will meet your body mm-hmm uh, mm-hmm my fiat's deadly. <laughs> cars tend to be that. Yeah, that's fair. I think <laughs> cars are like the most deadly. Like it's like you have like a one in a hundred three chance of dying anytime you step inside a car. Don't tell I me think that. that's a, that's a thing. Like it's, it's one a of the solid most solid one in forty when I'm driving. <laughs> well, if you I drive a truck, some. right? You'll get. Yeah. You want to get a new truck when you go to Vermont and. Yeah, I'm selling my truck right now. I'm selling get, it on Monday, actually. To get I'm a new truck of. down the line. Yeah, once I get to Vermont, I'm gonna start looking for used trucks. What kind of trucks you into? I like Dodges. You're a Dodge guy, Ram. Okay. I love Dodges, but they're just not great in winter. I mean, I've driven them in the snow. They're not the best, so I'm gonna go for a Toyota Tacoma. I think a nice old used Toyota Tacoma. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Sorry for deviating Bree again, but (laughs) playing boyfriend dungeon. Having fun. Eric sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Who's your your lead for boyfriend? Um. I like I can't remember um his name, but I like the axe dude. And I also like Seven. Oh Kratos? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, axe axe dude in what sense? Like he wears axe body spray? No, like he's like oh, the person that turns into an axe. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh in the okay. in the dungeon, yeah, yeah, right. I forgot yeah, they were yeah. like sentient like that. They're yeah, they're weapon people. There's this girl who was like dual wielding daggers. I think it was who I picked up, and she was cool. I haven't unlocked everybody yet. That's why I'm kind of. I also accidentally like 
spent the night with somebody and i was like i was very upset about it because i was like i did not because she was like do you want to hang out and watch netflix and i was like yeah that sounds like a good time like you spent a night together oh my god in in the current year that's so on the nose don't think hang out and watch netflix well i thought we were legitimately gonna hang out and watch netflix so i'm very upset like the same person who's like you take someone back to their house and then you drop them off and they're like you want to come up and look at the artwork around my room and you're like yeah sure let's go look at the artwork and then you're just wow this is See, great i would and, absolutely and then you walk down the stairs face value if they were like hey do you want to come up and that's all they said i'd be like oh okay so like it means more but if they're like hey do you want to watch netflix i'd be like yeah i want to watch anime on netflix like that sounds like a great time <laughs> like hey, do you want to help me like candles like yeah sure what kind of candles do you have <laughs> i absolutely yes that is ex- if that's what you're asking me to do i'm going to take you at face value okay a dangerous way of thinking <laughs> uh, no it's probably the safest way of thinking it's like sure lighting candles oh your clothes are off oh huh, this is weird this is weird why are you naked i've never lit candles like this before you want me to light uh, you on fire what's going on yeah so that's that's i've been mostly like watching anime this week because uh fall 2022 just kicked off yesterday um and so yeah um, i'm trying to catch up so i can like be like in the season because this uh this season has like like six or seven major anime dropping. Oh, Spy Family. Can't wait yep. to get back into nice. that. Spy Ooh. Family, My Hero Academia, Chainsaw Man, Here's the uh, thing. I Eternity, don't, Mob Psycho. I don't bother watching it during the season because I can't handle waiting a week for episodes. I have to mm-hmm. wait until the end of a season and then just watch them all in one Stinge go. I won't yeah, I, I respect that. There's The thing is that like I just like TikTok people are the worst for spoiling shit. So like yeah. I can't afford to like oh, I'm nowhere not. near anime TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Anime TikTok is all up in my business. And so I can't afford to wait. Otherwise, I just get stuff spoiled. And yeah. My for you page consists of like construction stuff and like cooking. <laughs> it's, it's what great. about I want to learn more about this construction stuff? Do you like oh, watching no. things get built? Well, it's because I'm based in South Texas right now. I think the for you page also deals with your region, right? Okay. Yeah. So I, I I have a lot of like construction stuff. I'm on Latino TikTok, like all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. cooking and and parties and and construction and all that good stuff. And it's just <laughs> hilarious every time. It's true. Party. You live down in Texas. I mean, I worked with a bunch of them when I was working in new construction, and it was great. They're great people. Love them. They drink Modelos while they're working. It's so fun. <laughs> they're good. They're good. Good group nice. of people. Yeah. Cool. All right. I guess that leaves me. Mm-hmm. Um, that besides Brianna and Sam. So I want <laughs> to do this whole episode, like I said. It only slips up a few times. I live in South Texas. <laughs> I know. Um, so let's see. I've been still watching the peaky F word blinders on. Oh, that's way too high pitched. He's got that deep, soothing on voice. Oh, so you have watched yeah. peaky blinders. He does. <laughs> it's really good like i'm almost on season three this is a top tier show cillian murphy i can't find one thing wrong with cillian murphy he looks like a greek god he's an amazing actor i'm listening he seems like a cool <laughs> like i can't find one thing wrong with cillian murphy and helen mccrory may she rest in peace who played Polly. excellent she's definitely other than cillian she is the great mark of that show she's written great she acts great it's and of course everyone around him arthur's getting better with the seasons as it's going on 
And okay, games wise, guys, guys, after over a month, I have turned my <laughs> PS5 on. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, mom. And and was it because of peer pressure or did you actually want to play a game? <laughs> I was getting in the mood for returning to Ghost of Tsushima. So mm, that's right. what I did. And the peer pressure, I mean, probably helped. Um <laughs> Both. also just getting bored of playing like after I got my gold tires in Mario Kart, I'm like, all right, now what? I'm like, I could race online, but like, what's the goal there? I'm like, just to get higher rank. And I'm like, eh, I'd rather have something more concrete of a more personal goal. So I went back to Ghost because that's been on my to-do list for a while. Um, and yeah, I am 50 hours, I guess, to give the audience an idea of how slowly I play games. I'd say I don't have a problem with not finishing games like Bree, but I have a problem with taking erroneously a long time to finish the games I play. That was so it's like I'm 50 hours in the ghost of Tsushima and I'm basically close to the end of act two, I think, but I've done all like the named side quests up to this point where it's like tales of the tales of Tsushima with like the named people like Yuna's yeah. Oreos. Wait, it's not his name. Is it? It starts with an O. Which one? The guy with the big. Um, oh, the monk, the warrior monk? monk. Yeah. Hold on. I'll look it up while you're still talking. Name can't be Oreo. I'm just making that up because of the food. It's definitely not Oreo. <laughs> Taylor, this is why I told you to just get Oreo. Norio is his name. Norio. <laughs> oh my god. After That's I just funny. finished his quest, I can't remember his name. Norio. I finished the quest with him. That was good. I did all of you know. There were only four of those to do. Yep. Wait, then, can you spell it for me? Is N O R I O. Norio. Okay. Yeah. Um, Norio maybe would be the correct. Japan, oh. I don't know. Okay. And oh, yeah, I, that's good. I switched the Japanese voices for a little bit because I have the director's. I was playing the director's cut for the first time instead of the PS4 mm-hmm. port because that comes with PS Plus Extra. And it's the sound effects and how the controller works, the effects are pretty cool. But I also unlock Japanese lip sync. But after playing the game 50 hours with English voices and English lip sync, it felt too removed. So I just turned the English back on. I'm really yeah. happy shame for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's been very good. And I'm going to do a mythic tale next, I think, and then finally advance the story onto Act Three. And I plan to beat this, do everything, beat the story, and then after the credits roll, do Iki Island, and that's my long-term goal for that game. So, oh, and I've maxed out all my stances. So, like, oh, yeah. you, know, you have sword, no, the shield, sword, or I guess they're called water, and they have it's different like names. Water, but moon. I'm just gonna call it, you know, sword, shield, have brute and yeah <laughs> spear so oh i kicked i loved this so yesterday there's something called the typhoon kick on the spear on the, the spear one where you just mm-hmm. you like i don't know what the t- name of the kick is called it's almost like the dr- opposite of a drop kick you just kick up into someone into their chest and they just go flying like several feet away yeah, from you a spartan kick basically spartan kick yeah <laughs> and i did that to a guy and he was near the edge of a cliff and he just fell off and died. And then I saw a trophy pop. And yeah, I'm like, you get a trophy for That's it. what I'm talking about. <laughs> those now, are you going to those rewarding this, moments. Yeah, it is. Like, that's 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 really, really solid. Like, I'm not a trophy hunter, but, like, stuff like that, it's memorable. Now, Taylor, um, I will tell you, the platinum for Ghost of Tsushima is actually not that bad. And if you're going around and doing, like, every side quest and every location, so, you'll probably get it very quickly. Okay, I'm doing, like, every name quest. Like, I have a lot of quests that aren't tied to a specific person. It's just, like, go here and explore this. I'm usually not doing those. It's only the ones with, like, named people, like Norio, Yuna. Oh, okay. I see. Um, Lady, Masako, etc. 
Yeah, because you have to do like every side quest in the game to get the platinum because okay. there's Maybe a trophy attached that, to that. Okay. Yeah. The the regular little side quests, they're nice little bite-sized quests, I think. I think they they add a lot to the story yeah. and the character. I think it fits at the end. It's not like go fetch quests like you would get in AC Valhalla, for example. Um it's, oh. they, they all seem very impactful, I guess okay. I should say. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I'm finding with the name quests. And like I just did one where I put three people's heads on a stake hell yeah he had three people and i'm like <laughs> i'm like i don't maybe i'm just i haven't played this game in a while but i don't remember uh jin sakai being this gruesome <laughs> he's pretty <laughs> like, brutal like he's yeah just brutal. take three heads and i'm like as jin is someone of a moral someone who takes a moral high ground on things being like jin does that i'm a little surprised he would go that yeah. far <laughs> but oh, i'm yeah. really excited for you to play act three i can't wait to hear nice. what you have to say Ooh, about it okay yeah it's great it's yeah, everything good you've heard of... oh and i've been playing it at 1440p because the ps sony finally with their beta and now their full update as of like a month ago i think it was at 1440p yep support so i can finally play on my monitor without it being blurred to 80p because i have a 1440p monitor and so that's been great my relationship with my ps5 has been greatly improved over the past several days mm. yeah you guys go to couples again. counseling or huh <laughs> you go to couples counseling or yeah and then we have god of war in a month we'll have our second honeymoon for a mm. remarriage yeah oh, hell yeah so that'll be good 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 i pre-ordered the freaking god of war ps5 controller oh yeah i did i, I was i was awake i was in i was like let's go i think i got it from direct by I'm gonna go check to see if it's still there. Yeah, that's where I saw it listed. It sold out so quickly in other stores. I have yeah, no I'm idea sure. if it's still available on direct buy, but it is it was gone. It's like it a big is... target for scalpers. Uh oh. Makes me sign in. I'm not doing that. Anyway. I'll look. <laughs> I have it mine signed in already. Okay, yeah. It'll it would just say like add to cart or pre-order or something in the top right, I think. I don't think it will page. let me do it because like it won't let me buy one because I already bought one, but well, well, that's loading. I'll do this in the background. Um, well, so let's Brianna's begin. loading. Uh -huh. Brianna's loading. All right. Well, <laughs> Brianna, Sam, let's get into the news. All right. So, yes. so I'll, I'll kick it off with our first story. So, a previously unknown Silent Hill game that's been rumored for a while now by people like Nate the Hate, uh, other insiders, like I think Jeff Grubb. Maybe. All right. I don't want to say things misinterpret remember things i know at least like nathan hate mm -hmm. referred to it before and other insiders jeff grubb's been kind of in a sticky situation recently with wind waker and twilight princess and that's all i'll say on that oh, yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> a new silent hill game called the short message has received a korean game rating this is from the game rating and administration committee of korea and no one knows what the game actually is yet but there's speculation like from ryan leston at ign who wrote um, the article that I'm referencing here. Speculation this could be an extended demo or a playable teaser like its namesake PT that Hideo Kojima developed for Silent Hill almost 10 years ago at this point. And so this follows, like I said, a number of Silent Hill game rumors over the past couple of years, especially over the past 6 to 12 months. So yeah, um, I think something Silent... When a game's rated, guys, I think it's no longer an enigma. It's a It exists. Yeah. It's coming. So I've never had a connection to any Silent Hill games. I'm not a big horror game guy, but I know tons of people who are amped for this. Um, 
Let's see. What do you think? Our special guest, Sam, on today's show. What do you think? <laughs> uh, you know, Silent Hill is also a, a game that I've never really played. I'm a big baby when it comes to horror, so I generally avoid horror video games. Um, I've just never gotten around to playing Silent Hill. Um, but yeah, like you said, once it's rated, that tells me two things. One, it's real. Obviously, you wouldn't assign a rating to a, a fictional thing. And two, that it's in a playable enough state that a rating agency can actually give a rating. Um, they can actually see some gameplay and figure out, okay, is there gore, is there blood, blah, blah, blah. Um, so there's definitely a working copy of Silent Hill out there uh, that they can demo and showcase to people. Um, where it is in production, who knows? Um, but I think it'll be also be interesting because this story doesn't really say anything about who's making it. Um, I'm I'm curious to see if this is going to be Kojima Productions that's working on this game um, or if it's going to be another studio because we know Kojima Productions is extremely busy right now with multiple projects. Um, and I think one of the projects is currently unnamed and unknown. So this very well could be that. Um, but who knows? Uh, it could be something else. So I think it'll be interesting to see going forward who exactly is working on this game. I'm assuming that it's going to be Kojima Productions. Um, um, so yeah. they do have a publisher listed on the rating. It's listed okay. as Uniana. Um, and they published Konami's recent free-to-play uh, soccer mm. game, eFootball 2023. Oh, yeah, I'm getting that. Um, so because of Uniana's production it, um, of arcade cabinets, there's also rumors that it could be like an arcade experience. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I am I, I'm tentatively excited about this. Do we think I'm very worried. Do we think there's room for the possibility that this is a remake or a remaster of one of the old yeah, Silent Hills? It, it could be. Also, I really I want them sorry. to like remake like the first one, like actual remake, like the, the way that they treated one, yeah. Resident Evil. Because I never got to experience these Silent Hill games and I love horror games. Mm. Go ahead, Taylor. I'm sorry I interrupted you. All good. Um, no, I interrupted you. Me, me shame not you um i don't think kojima to what sam was saying about kojima working on it i don't want to keep doing it you're, I, you're, gonna you're just gonna confuse everybody okay um wait so then when when we have sam on next we have to call him ethan don't no i'll call him sam no just call him ethan please no <laughs> i'm funny. gonna call him ethan don't bother sams. him so much the third the, the third co-host seat is sam whoever Whoever Kevin, shows up, who, who like, <laughs> Sam. Formerly Kevin, whoever comes on the, if like formerly Kevin comes on the show, his name will be Sam. Sam. If we have I a like guest, it. we can't there, invite. We can't invite Kevin. He doesn't like Horizon, so we can't invite that Sam. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that Sam's barred. Okay. Yeah, Bam. but <laughs> I don't think to what Sam was saying about Kojima working on it. I don't think he is because Konami and Ko Konami and Kojima are still quite estranged members of a relationship yeah I, I really don't think he'll be working on it. i think it'll either be like there's been talk of like bloober team possibly working on it who've done i think they did the medium right um then yep. make working on their new one or remake or remaster but i'm all for whatever they throw at us um i what if they use the re-engine that's oh my might, might be a well that would be cap that would make me that's, so happy that would only be capcom no, because right. like I'm sure they could pay to use the Resident yeah. Evil engine. They might license it, license it out. Maybe the only I guess I'm saying that because the only times I've seen the RE engine used is when Capcom is the developer. 
Yeah, it would be yeah. weird because it's a proprietary engine. So anyone yeah. using an RE engine outside of Capcom would have to learn how to use the engine before. I don't, I don't know if they would take that step. I don't think so. But right, RE engine like has shown time and time again through two remakes now, going on a third. With it's a great engine. Or is RE four in the RE engine? So seven, eight, two, and three are all in engine. Mm. So then I assume RE four will be another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monster Hunter Rise and yeah. So I think um, like that's the standard for doing a remake or remaster of a horror experience. But I don't think they'll be able to use that engine. So I'm curious if this is a new title or what comes of it. But yeah, for people who are big horror game fans and Silent Hill fans or folks like Bree who never experienced these games and want to. Yeah, I'm pumped for you guys. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, Last of Us Show again. Oh, yeah. I can go. Um, okay. Last of Us HBO first full trailer. Woo! Hell yeah. In celebration of The Last of Us Day, the first full trailer of HBO's The Last of Us series was released. The trailer featured clickers, characters, pieces of some iconic scenes, um, and a look at the world. Um, this came via Naughty Dog's Twitter. Cool. Yeah. I actually haven't watched it. I don't think I'm going to. I'm usually not that cagey about pre-release trailers, but I just think I haven't watched it at this point. I'm just going to hold off because I'm going to watch the show. Hmm. But have I you guys watched it? it? Yeah, I, I did watch it. I've watched it and it looks really awesome. I mean, HBO doesn't miss. I think it's the same director that did Chernobyl, which is probably yep, one of, yeah, he's probably one of my favorite, yep. which is one of my favorite HBO specials of right. all time. I think it's my, it's in running for the best single season, even though it was the only season of its show. It's yeah. Singing, I think the point still stands. My opinion, Chernobyl is running for the best single season of a show I've ever seen. Yeah, and it, it definitely fits that theme of isolation and devastation and and just that somber mood right, that fallout. comes with The yeah. Last of Us. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's going to translate really well. Also, the actress that's playing um, Ellie, uh, absolutely love her. I remember seeing her in Game of Thrones. That's the first project I'd ever seen her in, and she absolutely killed it as the leader of House Mormont um, when they were uh, making Jon Snow the King of the North. I love that scene. Probably one of my favorite scenes from Game of Thrones. So uh, what I saw from them, really awesome. Um, I love the look of the clickers. They're terrifying. Probably more terrifying than they are in the game for me. Because mm -hmm. uh, Well, because it's real now. Yeah, you don't it have that. Real. They're not on like, because like there's that Uncanny Valley where they're, they're mm -hmm. kind of on the other side of that. But now they're like, they were created in real life. Yeah, and, and they definitely had the, the sounds of the clickers in there. You can oh. tell that this is going to really follow the game a lot. Um, I don't think there's going to be much deviation. We saw a lot of really great set points through this trailer that we recognize from the game. Um, I watched the whole breakdown thing on IGN, too. They have a really great video kind of breaking down the trailer and juxtaposing it with The Last of Us with gameplay from the, the newest remake, which I just finished up, I think, last month. Um, so really, really excited. I'm, I'm new to this world of The Last of Us. Um, and, uh, it's great that this show is coming out right after I played the first one. Um, so really, really excited. I trust HBO with this project. I think it's going to be an absolute hit. Awesome. Well said. I don't think I have anything to add. You Bree? No, I'm really excited. I think that like at this point, like they're probably going to do like, like, my request would be do one more hype trailer right before the show's about to come out. 
And that's it. Like, I don't want to see any more of this show than maybe just like a, it's about to come and you get like that, like hype reel where you get like those like quick hit highlight moments. Like, I can't believe this happened. You know? Yeah. That's all I need. Just give me that and then go away. Like, I don't want to see you guys anymore until the show's out. And I want to ask you guys real quick, because I have not played The Last of Us Part 2. And from what I know, outside looking in, it's very controversial in the PlayStation community, whether it's yeah. good or not. It seems like the show right now from the trailer that we saw is going to focus, or at least the first season is going to focus on the timeline of The Last of Us Part 1. Yeah. Yes, Would absolutely. you guys like to see the Part 2 be also turned into no. the subsequent seasons? Or do you want them just to focus on the first story? I want them to, what I want them to do with the show, and I like, I think this is just like a dream. I don't think this is what's going to actually happen. But my dream would be that they do the season one and then they continue the story. And we see more of like what has happened and they then do their mm. own thing with the show where it's like it's still like canon, like Last of Us, like what happened. But I feel like cover the game in the first season and then you can like, continue because a lot of stuff happens after that right yeah there's yeah. a lot of stuff that happens so, in between those like 10 years or whatever that are between yeah, the two games and, yeah there's a time gap between the first game and the second game by okay. at least six years i'd say five to six years um and you just don't there's not a lot of yeah background of there's some flashbacks last of us too um but a lot of it's just open space where they could just have a field day with making more canon content for the universe in that yeah in that time gap. Yeah. I think what Bree said that's the that's probably my ideal way to see it go. And then, yeah, there's and just then, stuff that happens in The Last of Us Two that I just don't want to see. Like yeah. I just don't want to. Like I'm I'm gonna have to play The Last of Us Two one more time because I didn't beat it because of personal reasons. But I like I so I'll have to see the scene one more time and then I never want to like I never want to see it again. Wow. So please don't ever make that a TV show. And I also think a really cool shout is during the trailer, they showed a scene from the Left Behind DLC. So we know that's also going to be integrated into the first season, which I think is really awesome because that tells a big story about Ellie and kind of her transformation and, and that sort of thing. So I think mm -hmm. having the Left Behind in the show makes it really good for a casual audience to actually understand Absolutely. what's going on. Absolutely. All right, so... Sam, you want to kick it off for our new PlayStation loyalty <laughs> program? Oh, man, I suppose I can. <laughs> so PlayStation's new loyalty program, Stars, has been launched in Japan, and part of the perks is better customer support? Question mark. Uh, PlayStation Stars is a new loyalty program that lets players earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. The program also has a four-tier level system. That's a lot of tiers. Uh, in which all players start at level one and can work their way up to level four by buying games and earning trophies. According to Sony, the level four tier unlocked by buying four full-price games from the PlayStation store and earning 128 rare trophies includes a commemorative collectible and promise that when contacting PlayStation customer support, you will be given priority in the chat order. Uh, it is unclear whether this feature will be launched when the program launches in the Americas on October 5th and Europe and Australia October 13th. So uh, that's a that's a lot of I, I, the customer support thing is weird to me. I, I don't know if I really like that. I think you should just give good customer support to everybody who plays your game, who spent close to $600 on your system and is buying $70 games. But, you know, it is what it is. And the collectibles, I remember seeing what they look like. This is literally just ripped out of Astro's Playroom. 
Um, this just seems silly. So what do you guys think of it? Taylor, do you want to start off? What, what, what are you thinking about this reward program? Does this excite you at all? Thanks. Um, one question I have is, will people be grandfathered into these tiers? Well, if you haven't, what if you've bought in, what if you've bought dozens of yeah. <laughs> full price PlayStation store games before this service launched? Are you completely out of the running for this? From what I can tell, yes. Like you yeah. have to like start from the very beginning. So like like once it launches, you'll you would then have to do like That's purchase the four problem. games. I don't know about like the trophies. The trophies maybe got grandfathered in, but there's no way the purchasing the four yeah, games. Yeah, that's that sucks. Um if you above all this is a loyalty program you need to start off by rewarding your pre-existing most loyal customers yeah so that's okay if that's the case assuming that's the case where it all starts from scratch um in a in a week or two that is unacceptable and they have to at the very least grandfather in folks I I could totally be wrong, but I just don't see that happening because they want this to be like a loyalty thing. So you're earning rewards. So if you start off at level four, then you're not earning the rewards, right? You just have the rewards. So I think that they like are probably going to start from fresh. Yeah, I don't. And and like the idea of this too is it's clearly a way for them to try and encourage people to buy games. And and I just don't see how any of that would encourage somebody to buy multiple games that they. I mean, you're going to buy games I, anyways, and this is just going to be an added benefit that I don't think anyone's going to really care about. Like, oh, great, a digital collectible. I really I just like care. absolutely cannot believe that they're saying like they're giving better customer support that pe- to people that have given them more money. Like, it doesn't matter, dude. If I purchased every single game on playstation i wouldn't be like yeah i deserve pretty princess customer support (laughs) because i'm the best yeah like that's just not how customer support works like everybody should be handled and helped equally like yeah it just uh, so that's basically saying people who are more privileged and can spend more money on luxury items like gaming just get a better experience out of it and that's Mm -hmm. honestly kind of gross um so i don't i don't get this whole thing I, i just don't but yeah, it's no, it's absolutely like a like it's absolutely like a money thing. It's like if you give us more money, like we'll treat you nicer. And like, oh, it's just like as some like I have worked in customer service now for like 10 years. Like and like this just like grosses me out. Like if if any of the companies that I had worked for had like this priority system, I would be not happy. And I've never seen this and I've worked for several companies. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, well, I hope they fix it. I hope they get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, well, fix it means... I don't want this perk. Period. It's okay to have a loyalty rewards program, but don't make one of the perks customer support yeah. priority. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, I, like, like a Microsoft basic thing points. you should yeah. have. Yeah, like Microsoft does reward points. Like PlayStation can do something similarly. Just don't apply it to customer support. Apply it to redeeming yep. for discounts on games, avatars backgrounds you know that stuff 
Yeah, because like Xbox has that reward system, and it's actually really cool because you can go in and spend your reward points by getting achievements. Every time you buy a game, you get these reward points, and yeah. you can do multiple things. You can enter giveaways for special edition consoles or PCs, and you can also donate all of it to charity. Um, usually, I'll enter if I get like ten thousand points, I'll enter five thousand into sweepstakes to try and get special edition consoles, and then I'll donate the rest to charity. Uh, they have multiple charities that they support on there, so I don't know what's so hard about doing a simple system like that. Yeah. yeah, I bought Death Store strictly with Microsoft Reward points <gasps> when I had my I Series love X. Death Store. Yeah, yeah, and that was a great game. I love but... that game. I'm trying to 100 percent it. I need to go back. To okay. It. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, great, great soundtrack too. If if you guys don't play the game, at least listen to the OST. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So moving on, um, the God of War PC port studio Jetpack Interactive says it's working on a new quote flagship live service game. So Jetpack Interactive, based in Vancouver, Canada, is working to bring God of War Ragnarok to PC promptly, and they're also hiring for a new service game. Quote, we're excited to embark on a new live service title with Sony, and we're ready to launch, it said in a new LinkedIn post this month. Quote, if you're an experienced game developer and want to help, want to join our team to ship a AAA game, reach out. Jetpack also worked on Orcs Must Die Unchained, which was a, a PS4 game previously, and helped with the PC port of God of War 2018, and worked on the Dark Souls PC port, and they were a support studio for NBA Live in the past. So this comes to us from Tom Ivan at VGC. Um, so, yeah, Sony, I don't think there's any surprise here. Sony said they want to invest more in the live service market. They bought Bungie, for God's sakes. Yeah. Is, are the developers of one of the most successful live service games in recent memory, Destiny and Destiny 2. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anything about here, uh, about this interest you guys specifically? Um, Not really. I think that, like, when we see the live service game, like, we can talk about it then. But, like, the actual just, like, hey, like, we're, we're working on this. Come help us. Like, I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, this is more for, for devs than anything, I think. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. I, I, I will say that I didn't expect, and I heard Luna in the background, I will say I didn't expect <laughs> that the this studio would be one of the studios working on a live service game, but cool. I don't play much live service as it is. There's very few that I've ever interacted with, so probably not something I'll jump into, but we'll see. Yeah. Yep. Pretty similar sentiment. There are very few live service. Oddly enough, the only not quite live service, but like evergreen games that come back to their multiplayer, like Smash and Mario Kart, which sucks because Nintendo's online is netcode is bad, but yeah, I'm weird that way. But yeah, uh, we'll see what happens with this. Although something I am interested in is seeing the lag time between Ragnarok releasing on PS5 and PS4 and when it comes to PC. Mm. Because I think what we're going to start seeing is that that difference, the time difference is going to get smaller and smaller as the years go on yeah and eventually you know. it's got to get to day and date both eventually, systems. Think, yeah. It yeah. Just, it's just money on the table i but, honestly am hesitant to say that they will ever do like same day because the thing is is like in order to do that they have to hand over a completed game to the people that are porting it right because the the main studios themselves are not porting it to pc well they, so, they could 
develop it cooperative? Like, I guess, how do they do it in game development when they do a simultaneous release on PC and other platforms, right? So you have to work on you have to work on the build. There's a separate build. So basically, like usually, what it does is so you have like the game engine, right? So let's just say you're working in Unreal Engine, just for example. What you would do is you're specifically telling the system like this is a game for PlayStation Five. And you're working on this, you're working in the code and on the system based on like, this is for PS5. So then when you're telling the system like, hey, I need to port this to PC, you then have to do a bunch of like edits and stuff. It's not like the end of the world. It's not like the most difficult thing. But Mm -hmm. for these Sony first parties, the people that are like the major developers getting their games ported from PlayStation over are not like Sony's not going to want them spending their time on porting to pc because it's not just like a simple you click you flip a switch and it's just available on pc right there's like time that has to be put into this so they're not going to want to have them do that so then at that what point do they take like that fully completed game and hand it to another studio and it's after the game comes out because they don't want that to leak and it, it just feels strange to me though because outside of nintendo because they're an absolute anomaly right um every triple a development studio releases their games to pc like i think sony is really the only ones that don't do it day and date like every third party games goes pc xbox Mm -hmm. studios puts all their games on pc day one so i i i kind of agree with you taylor that it's just playstation leaving money on the table um because i have bought both god of war 2018 and horizon zero dawn on pc there's a market for it especially people who can't get a playstation right now who still are unable to get their playstation 5 there's absolutely a market out there for people that want to play these games on pc Mm -hmm. and i think there's absolutely a market for it it's just like a question of like what PlayStation is going to allow well i think they they're not going to do right the big conversation is that playstation won't be doing day and date triple a releases on ps plus and the general market but they already have they now have no, Jetpack Interactive Studios, Nixes, N-I-X-X-E-S, I think is how that's spelled, and they're a PC porting studio that specializes in it. So Sony's developing the infrastructure, and like, I'm waiting. Well, number one, for the money reasons before, because I'll start working, I think, by the time this game comes mm-hmm. out on PC, but I'm waiting to get Last of Us Part 1 on PC, rather than PlayStation, because I know yeah. it will have higher fidelity options for my 3070 than it would in PS5. My processor isn't that great. I need to upgrade it. But it's like, I'm like waiting on a, on like that. That's the first game where I'm just waiting on because I know PC will probably eclipse my PS5 performance and mm-hmm. mods and stuff like that. Like people put Wilson Fisk as a Spider Man skin in Spider Man 2018. <laughs> it's so PC funny. It's so I funny. saw that. <laughs> sound effects. And um, yeah, but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, but Bree, I'd like you to talk about. <laughs> where is it Bree? where is it there it is yay <laughs> returnal for pc leaks audio listeners Bree has her her I have my leak, stuff leak her leak vegetable yep. stuff stuff vegetable plush yep. he still makes me uncomfortable slightly but he's also very cute so that's fine. yeah yeah what are you gonna do about it um pc footage of housemarks returnal has leaked um looks to have seen performance improvements over the playstation 5 version with higher frame rates at high fidelity there's no official announcement that returnal is getting a pc port um but it would be good of the company since sony's recent uh, pc releases like spider-man spider-man miles Morales, and uncharted legacy um 
looks like they're kind of moving stuff to PC. Um, there's also been, hold on, let me click on it. There's also a bunch of other stuff. Like, like there was like a bunch of extra ray tracing um, and DLSS and stuff like that um, and FSR. So yeah, so it looks like there's a bunch of options and customizations available for like the PC version um, that is going to make the game look just amazing like the game is already beautiful but the pc version is is gonna be chef's yeah case. and this absolutely goes back to the conversation that we were just having is that i mean returnal just seems like such a natural game for a pc system i can't just believe the, it's not on pc yeah just the fast-paced nature of it um and uh, like you said just how beautiful of a game it is I, I would be really excited to see some gameplay on a pc with like really good graphics and all that um i yeah, like I said, this game is absolutely natural for PC. There's no reason that it shouldn't be on it. I don't know why they didn't yeah. make a port for it already, but good good to see. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. How do you feel about this, Taylor? Are you like, yay, or are you like a... <laughs> yep, more the merrier. And like, Bree, don't you have like a 3080 now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, you could be blasting this game. I like, could be. Oh, yeah. I also have like my, my headphones. I'm sure this would sound, the game would sound so good on these headphones. Actually, these headphones would work on my PlayStation, but... I don't connect them to the PlayStation. Yeah, so more good, more good stuff for PC players and PlayStation fans who are also on PCs alike. So mm -hmm. nothing, nothing but good there. Awesome. All right, Sam. Yeah. You kick us off here for E3. Oh dear, E3 2023 has announced the dates for its return June 13th to the 16th, as well as some changes to the structure. After three years of uncertainty, E3 2023 is set to return to the Los Angeles Convention Center for an in-person experience. While recent E3s have blended the business and consumer side to the industry into a single event, E3 2023 will separate them into two fairly distinct parts. June 13th to the 15th will be the E3 business days and will concentrate on the industry professionals and gaming media. June 15th to the 16th will be E3 gamer days and will offer an increased focus on consumers, allowing them to go hands-on on with the future of gaming the esa is partnering with the event production company read pop known for new york comic-con packs star wars celebration etc and hoping to bring a more focused and memorable event quote our vision is to reunite the industry by re-establishing the traditional e3 week bring back that spark and restore e3's role as a truly magical global showcase event for game creators and consumers end quote says kyle mardson kish Read Pop's vice president of gaming. This is from Billy Gibbons over at IGN. Um, good to see. I love seeing more big events that we can live react to. I hope all of the big names, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo all sign up for this and we get to see a huge convention. I think that's great. Um, E3 has always been a showcase in my lifetime for some of the greatest things. I remember very vividly the Xbox showcase Keanu Reeves walking out to promote Cyberpunk oh my 2077. God. Uh, E3 has always a been a massive deal um, in yep. video games. It was sad when it died. I understand there's that whole contingent of people that say it's just let it die. We have Jeff Keighley's shows and everything like that. But I will say, um, recently, especially with Summer Games Fest, I think we've seen some weaknesses in Jeff Keighley's showcases. Um, I'm not saying that there's obviously some outside factors related to that. We're still kind of in a weird development cycle due to the pandemic. We're finally starting to get out of that. Um, but it's good to see more showcases, the better. Um, and I like the idea of splitting this up between an industry 
couple days and a consumer couple of days. So we're going to see the big showcases, probably those first few days. We're going to see the, all the, the exposés by IGN. All the reporters are going to be on the ground giving us, you know, in-depth analysis of all the different things going on. That's good. There's going to be a great focus on that. And then it's cool that they're just saying, hey, for all you people out there who are just gamers come down come to the convention center you guys are going to play all these games we're going to give you days to get hands-on and go crazy so we're going to see a lot of awesome stuff out of that um so i think it's cool that they're trying to switch up the formula a little bit to keep it fresh mm-hmm. yeah i think this is also this will also be really good for developers to be able to connect mm-hmm. because like we have we do have gdc and i think that gdc is a huge asset to the industry right. um but having like another a point of contact a little bit later in the year of like developers being able to reconnect with their peers, I think mm-hmm. would really be helpful. Um, I think, I don't know. I think that we'll, we'll see whether E3 returns based on whether the three main companies right. like jo- jump in on this. Like if Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo are all like, yeah, we see you E3, but we're not joining that you know we may not see e3 return which is it's i guess it like it's e3 is really dependent on whether these bigger companies are going to jump back in or not and with the way that state of play has been going with the way that uh, like nintendo directs have been going i don't know if playstation and nintendo are going to jump back in on this i i can't say for sure one way or another but i wouldn't be surprised if they didn't yeah, that's what I was thinking, Brianna, is the big question marks are definitely Sony and Nintendo if they want to show up. I think Xbox has shown that they just kind of want to be everywhere and have mm-hmm. showcases. They're definitely not shy of doing these showcases. So, Taylor, what do you think of this whole yeah. E3 coming back? I'm a big fan of it. I love the hype around E3. Like I said, my favorite, or let's just say like I've said on previous podcasts, um, my favorite gaming showcase moment was the everyone is here moment at E3 2018. For everyone Smash is Ultimate. here. <laughs> yeah, like, and they great. went through all the numbers. Like I was ecstatic. And that's great. You know? And even recently, like in 2021, well, I guess we didn't have E3 then, but like the June presentation when Metroid Dread was revealed, no oh. one could believe it. Big like, hype. Um, thanks. Yeah. And the God of War, like God of War Ragnarok being shown at E3. There's a ton of, oh, and like the Xbox game, guess it wasn't e3 but like this summer showcase when xbox right it was the first time and i think it was summer 2020 when like every first party xbox game game pass game pass game pass game yeah pass. it was like 30 was games 27 insane. among game yeah. pass and it was just trailer after trailer yeah, after and they truly solidified yeah. that so like even in recent memory there's so much fun to be had in gaming showcases in the summer and like e3 encapsulates that lightning in a bottle so i'm really yeah. excited to see return and i think this business and and i don't like the name i don't like the name gamer day or i'd like to maybe just call it public day i don't know like community um, day or something, community day you know? yeah that's a better term i think um that was the right division to do there's a lot of people who need to get stuff done and have c- connections and networks networking to be made at e3 and those people will be hopefully um acquainted correctly at the business days and be able to get around the stupid long lines and all that jazz mm-hmm. and the general public yeah. will just be able to have fun be people want to wait in the long lines to play your 30 minute demo you can on your gamer day. Mm -hmm. So I think this multifaceted approach is good. And I think the real push for this was probably by the ESA. The, um, I forget what it stands for, but like basically like the people who run the ESRB, the, those, that gaming regulatory um, body of folks, because it gives them a lot of funding. So like, it's a win for, I guess, them to help their funding out. And the 
it's general entertainment public. software and association it's, yeah entertainment software mm-hmm. association okay yeah like formed when the mortal Kombat stuff happened in the early 90s and we're like oh this is too violent um but yeah i think this is great all around the only possible downside is well i guess one a couple years ago they had that big information breach where people's addresses and stuff were leaked oh yeah, yeah. that was 2019, 2019 and then 2020 Oof. e3 was canceled because of the pandemic right. so yeah, it was terrible punch. timing yeah um, assuming that's okay. The only, you know, risk is, you know, what's ever happening with, um, the, the virus and the pandemic. I won't say the name because on YouTube and other platforms, if you say the C virus, it makes the algorithm get mad at you. So yeah. and spirit of Kevin Ainsworth, I guess I won't say it, but you know, <laughs> the one spelled C O V I D yeah. dash 19, that one. Um, I think that's the only question mark, but that's always a question mark this day and age. And with their vaccines and their new Bible and boosters we have now and stuff coming out, hopefully it all pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see if you return. And, and I think I also want to highlight another really cool positive of this is that these yeah. gamer days, it's not just going to be about, you know, straight gamers. There's also going to be a lot of content creators that get to go on those days and not have to compete with traditional games journalists for access uh, to developers, to people that are there on the ground and to the games that they want to play. So I think like, for example, if we were to send anyone to E3 2023, if any of us were to be able to make it out there, those would be the days that we get most access that we can come back and say, oh, we played all these awesome games and we're going to talk about it. So I think that's really cool to kind of split it up. So we're not competing with the likes of IGN and GameSpot for talking to developers that might be there on the floor and all that. So that that's really cool to see. Mm-hmm. I think this is good news. It's very uplifting news. Um, but now we just have to see how it all plays out. Because I think it, like hearing you guys talk about all those hype moments, like you're right. I don't think we've seen like, like we've got some good moments like in that last direct, like the Zelda reveal and stuff like right. that was like a hype moment. But I feel like we haven't had those like true like, like a showcase hype moments since yeah. before the pandemic. The stage, and the I crowd, want to the see big that. events. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's really what makes right. those special. the live streams, the live reacts. Like we'll be doing, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, and it's like the whole like, three week, or right? Like I know other podcasters who take like not full time podcasters, like it kind of funny, but like indie indie game scene, like play some video games, PSVG or Carpool Gaming, who are like they will just take days off work to do e3 stuff and i'm like that's awesome i'd probably do the same um yeah but yeah sweet so i guess to finish off news for this week we have a uh, new playstation plus games that have been announced for october i think we have a solid lineup mm. uh this time in my opinion we have what <laughs> all right breeze a loser um injustice 2, <laughs> injustice 2 hot wheels unleashed and super hot i'm especially interested in hot wheels unleashed and super hot <laughs> and hot wheels i love arcade racers I love Forza Horizon. You get it. Um, yeah. And these games will be available starting Tuesday, October 4th. So public listeners, by the time you're listening to this, it's already out. Yep. And they'll be up until Halloween, Monday, October 31st. This comes to us from the PlayStation blog. Sam, what do you think about this? Because Breeze bummed. Um, these are three really good games. Hot Wheels Unleashed, I heard nothing but good things about. And now that it's on PlayStation Plus, I definitely want to give that a shot. Super yep. Hot. Is this the VR version of Super Hot? Do we know? Um, it doesn't so. say Super Hot VR. It just says yeah. Super okay. Hot. I, I don't know version, if, you, right. if it also comes with the VR version, but it does just mm. say Super Hot. That okay. game, yeah, that game shines on VR, obviously, but it's a really yeah. cool experience otherwise, too. I actually didn't know that there was a like separate version for a while because like it oh. should just exist on VR. 
Like, yeah, I always oh, thought okay, that okay. it was just VR for, until a while ago when I figured I that out. I think it, it might have released on VR first, and then they ported it to normal consoles. I don't know. That's what I would like them to do with Half-Life Alex. It's beautiful Alex, on VR. I don't want to spend yeah. $400 plus on a piece of hardware just to experience this game in a franchise I love so much. But right. And then Injustice I, 2, that's a, correct me if I'm wrong, that's a fighting game, correct? Yep, it's a fight, DC fighting game from yep. NetherRealm Studios who creates Mortal Kombat. Injustice yep. 2 came out in, I think, 2016-ish. Um, I remember but, Kevin saying he was pretty excited to be able to to play this for free. Um, so I know yeah. good good shout out for the fighting community. I've heard nothing but good things about the Injustice series overall. I'm not a fighting game player. I pretty much just go off of what other people say. Um, so take that how you will. But yeah, really good lineup. I think much better than Games for Gold. No. I can tell you that much. <laughs> free, it's good. Come on. No, I don't Why like this lineup? Why? What's wrong? It's just all. It's just all like like what? very traditional like games for for guys essentially Super? right what what i'm not right, saying right. that girls Hot. can't play these right i'm not saying that girls can't play these because girls can play whatever whatever they want but i'm saying like traditionally like i'm not playing a fighter game i'm not playing a racing game like i'm not playing like super hot all like, right just imagine this you're playing super hot and the enemies that you're killing are the patriarchy okay <laughs> yes and that is what i imagine when i play it on my vr you're dismantling the establishment brick by brick Okay. Yes. So well, I, I respect I think, that. I think Super Hot's is. I just want like I just want more like game. fun like indie experiences, story experiences. Well, speaking like, of that, Sackboy Big Adventure is is, okay. is is coming on PC, which we actually didn't mention in our news. But Sackboy Big Adventure is getting a PC port on Ooh. Steam, so you I could play it there, and it's not a PlayStation Plus game, but it is a kid friendly fun game. Hmm. And that's a PS3 game. PS4. Right? Is PS4. That was a PS. Okay. Actually, PS5. PS4, and I think got actually, I think it was a PS5 launch title. Actually, Sackboy the Big Adventure, so. yeah, it simultaneous release on PS4 and 5. I think, oh, isn't that on PS Plus though? I'd rather play that on my PlayStation. November 12, 2020, it was simultaneous launch. Mm, okay. I don't think it's on PS Plus. No. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think it is. Yeah, I. Yeah, I it. I'm very excited for the people that are excited for these games, Hot but unfortunately wheels. for me, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing this month. Hmm. Did so? Ho- did Hot Wheels come to Game Pass, Ethan? I mean, uh, Sam. Sorry, I don't believe it did. Okay, I don't think it did. I right, think yeah, there was the Hot Wheels expansion for Horizon, but you have to pay for that. That's not. Yeah, actually, included. that might give me motivation to get more Microsoft reward points to pay for the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza. I hear that's really good. Hopple's been oh, going okay. crazy. Oh, okay. That that really Ford, confused so. me. I'll be honest. I was like, wait, can you drive cars in Horizon Zero Dawn now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, Horizon no. 5. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't yeah, it would be, be cool if you could drive. Like, in it's Breath like of Wild. driving a Hot Wheel in. <laughs> well, Breath of the Wild, you unlock the Master Cycle, which is like Link's motorcycle. Why yeah. not a mech dino cycle? You already ride it. Hot in the Pokemon Scarlet Violet trailers, you were literally riding your legendary Pokemon as a mode of travel. I cannot wait to play that game that's gonna be exciting oh that's scarlet fun. because the professor needs to kill me <laughs> taylor <laughs> what oh, love it it's fine it's fine <laughs> all right so that's the news for the week mm. we don't have any listener questions or topics we probably because for him to be fair because original sam isn't here so yeah. they were like oh sam's not here we can't care. give any yeah. questions and Sam's British. Ooh. Um, it's the Sam hate that I walked into. <laughs> no, you're Sam. No, these are the rules. If you're oh, not okay. on the show, then... You just not on the show. The whole time. We are yeah. throwing 
we are yeah throwing you out of yeah. the bus i respect um it's all right sam's busy with his ign stuff and other stuff in his life and he needs he needed a break like he was really chipper last week because he had a few days break and i noticed out on the podcast mm -hmm. so i'm sure he'll be doing just fine and if he wants to come back i'll take him back <laughs> yeah but we have sam number two right now so yeah. Um, but that brings us to Limitless, the part of the show where we talk about whatever we want in the world of gaming. And we have a few prompts here that we Ooh. haven't gotten to, that, that we had that we didn't get to last episode. I think the last one would be best. All right. So given Bree's recommendation, we'll start off with Sam, since Sam, this Sam is the podcast for the show, previously known as Ethan, aka White Sea Deer, but mm. known as Sam. If you could the go to a concert group. for one video game, which video game would you pick? Go to a concert, like for the video game soundtrack. Yep. Well, oh, I think Bree, that that's what you meant. Sorry. Yeah. If you could go, like, so for example, like you see, like this thing where it's like Kingdom Hearts concert, mm. or like a Ghibli concert, or like. I'm kind of like a that. I'm kind of a nerd. I really enjoy big band stuff, like big comp compositions. Um, I would love to hear the Halo soundtrack live um just to hear the the voices um the really beautiful melodies uh i remember there's a lot there's so many youtube videos of people recreating it there's one where it's like three monks down in the basement of a cathedral with crazy like reverb sounds and like echoes and that that's absolutely it makes my hair stand up on my on my arm um i've seen when they revealed halo infinite um or no it wasn't a reveal it was when they did that uh xbox 20th anniversary uh and they dropped halo infinite early for everybody they had like uh a bunch of a, a big band outside in the shape of the halo symbol um playing it live for everybody that was really cool so i'd love to sit down and just quietly listen to the entire halo soundtrack from start to finish for all the different games love it mm -hmm. i uh video game have you seen the video games live recording of halo no, I don't think I have. Well, you are doing yourself a disservice. I will find mm -hmm. the link for you. Please Video Games do. Live yeah. is one of the best concerts, and you can watch most of their concerts. I There's one that this kid like won some sort of like competition and was like really good at Guitar Hero. So he like went up on stage and was like playing like Guitar Hero, but then like <laughs> they also had like the live band playing with it. It was that's sick. So cool. I get chills watching those concerts every time. Yeah. And can I so just say Best part about the Game Awards is the Game Awards Orchestra. I Absolutely. Love it. When all of the Game of the Year nominees get their theme played by the orchestra, it is the coolest moment. Mm, Absolutely. So it. excited for this year mm -hmm. that we get to live react. Only a couple more months. Hopefully, my move doesn't get in the way of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. What, I guess, actually, what day are you moving? It happens on December 8th, and I move December 10th. So I'm going to have to cancel my internet last minute, and I will have no furniture. I'll probably set my PC up on a box. <laughs> just stand there in my living room that's empty mm, it's gonna yeah. be great <laughs> when you're moving there's always that stage where it's large living room and mm -hmm. like a chair yep a like fold-up chair you're just waiting for the furniture to yep. get in for the like, first two weeks solution. that i you yeah. just procrastinate like this is my life for the next several no, days to a week i when i first moved here the first two weeks was me me and my wife went to target and bought like lawn chairs uh, for our patio um, and we just put them in the living room and then put the TV on the ground. 
<laughs> that was it for two weeks. It was yeah, great. <laughs> are you going to be driving back up or are you going to be flying and shipping stuff? Oh, yeah, I'm driving. I'm shipping okay. in a U-Haul and then uh, my dad's driving to U-Haul and I'm driving. I'm going to go see the country again. And you have a whole great. flat. Oh, but you're selling your truck. Would have been nice to have that truck, but you have a U-Haul. So. No, the yeah. truck's two-wheel drive. Won't survive up in the north. Yeah, and you're, you're four-wheel drive, your Subarus, your trucks, your yep, CRPs, exactly. four-wheel drive, all that jazz. Okay, cool. So, wait, Bree, did you say what game you wanted? Not yet. Um, I did want to say the Ragnarok controller is still available yeah, I saw it. through oh. direct on PlayStation. Wow, that's surprising. Yep. How much so is it? If you want it, it's yes $74. Well, I might pick yeah. that up, guys. Okay. It's only five bucks more Do than it. the regular one, which like Do it. at the surface, like, oh, it's only five bucks more. But I'm also like, oh, that's $75 when I haven't started working yet. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. It's not sold out. <laughs> Yeah, well, so it's direct. It's it's. I have I did not check any other website, but from what I heard, most other websites sold out. The thing with their direct directly buying through PlayStation is you have to be logged into your PlayStation account, yep. and so yep. you can only purchase like the one. I think one or two is like the limit. For That's how I got the PS Five. Best way to do oh. it. Yep, That's one per household. But if you have PS Plus, which I do, you get free launch day delivery. Mm-hmm. so that's nice that's what get happened it november 9th first Woo! ps5 but for those who don't know <laughs> i bought and sold a ps5 i was going back and forth between having a series x and a ps5 between over a period of like 10 months i think i bought and sold a ps5 i didn't scalp i just literally sold it back for retail like four times what? <laughs> and then i finally got my ps5 i'm like okay i'm keeping this one wow there's a pre renowned series x and no ps5 and then I settled like, okay, I'll delegate my Xbox stuff to PC. Well, actually, maybe after I start working, I'll get another Series X. But yeah, you got to get a Series X. But but yeah, which I think I might do, and a nice LG OLED television. And mm. but there was a period there where that happened, and I'm like, and like back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was so tangent. Yes, it was. But I wanted to make sure that the question was answered. Um, so for concert, I have. A sad story that you guys if you want. Is oh. near wait, is near automata it? I I would, that would be fun. love a near concert. <laughs> I just want to interrupt and ask because like, it seems so much a near like concert. You. Okay. I yeah, I would absolutely hands down do that. I think there's a, a couple choices that I would do. I have to tell you guys, um, I had tickets to go see the Final Fantasy Orchestra and forgot oh, wow. that I had the tickets. Oh and my I didn't what? know. I didn't go to the concert and my friend texted me. He was like, Hey, are you not coming to this concert? And I was like, <laughs> Oh, you're like, that my, that's my sad. Yeah. I was genuinely so sad about it. My goldfish, my goldfish got my tickets wet. Yeah. I don't know. I did see, um, I would say legend of Zelda, but I've already seen like, like the, I did like the 25th anniversary, um, concert already. Mm. So that was fantastic. So I think that one's like good. I think like my choices would be like kingdom hearts, near and just to throw like a third one out there because i think it would be a great time hollow night like a hollow night concert i feel like especially if you have the lighting right like and just hearing those like little flute notes like Mm. would be so good so those are those are my choices um i'm obsessed so awesome cool i think i'll have to go one video game bloodborne yeah oh that is a mm, solid choice enough. bloodborne the orchestral including the dlc soundtracks 
all all songs from the game, including the DLC. Um, probably my favorite OST of all time. Lady Maria is my favorite boss fight of all time with my favorite video game song. Um, if I if that besides that, most Guilty Gear fighting game music is excellent, like mm. extremely good. For those who don't know, like the um, lead developer Daisuke, I think it's, his last name starts with an I. He is the lead developer for the game. He's the lead composer for the game. He is the vocalist for the game soundtrack and the producer of the really? game soundtrack. He does all of these things. <laughs> he is like the renaissance man of video games, and I love him. <laughs> like He releases banger after banger, but like Guilty Gear, Xarge, Drive, previous Guilty Gear games. It's great. Um, so that would be maybe an honorable mention. Um, also, as a side note, another one that, you know, Metal Hell Singer, or as Sam would say, Hellslinger. As I uh, would say as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are Sam. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am Formerly Sam. Ethan. <laughs> Formerly Ethan. Yeah. Um, so that soundtrack, that's, I found that soundtrack on, when I was working out, I'm like, what's really good metal stuff to listen to? Now? And soundtrack. I'm like, someone made a playlist of all the sound lists that show up in Metal Hellslinger. I'm like, yep. I'm glad I got came up with this idea. That's great. <laughs> I wouldn't go there for a concert, but it's a re- game of recent memory that I put on on blast during a workout that I enjoyed listening to. But mm-hmm. anyway, Bloodborne and then honorable mention anything Guilty Gear. I think we also mm-hmm. see live. Good stuff. Good choices. Good choices. Thanks. Yep. So, hi Luna. Went up in the. Over She's there. cleaning. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as any good cat does, or any cat does. It's genetic. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, you can find us at youtube.com slash save the game media. And again, don't forget to check out our discord in the show notes below. And um, yeah, hang out with us. And where can people find you, Sam? Number two. They can find me at White Cedar one on Twitter and PSN and Gravy3448 on Xbox. But don't you don't you have a show or something that you do otherwise? Oh, yeah. You can also find me at Project X Talk. We're live every Thursday to talk the latest and greatest in Xbox news. Me and Kevin, uh, we get into some good banter over there. Go check it out. Yeah. You guys had some good disagreement last episode about... Oh, we disagreed about everything last yeah. episode. That was kind of crazy. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. Okay. All right. And what about you, Bree? Um, you can find me at Fabulist Brianna on Twitter, on Twitch, on Instagram, on the Discord. You can just find me at Brianna, I guess. MySpace. I'm not on MySpace. I don't have Yahoo MySpace. Mail. Hotmail. MySpace. AOL. We don't talk about my <laughs> Yahoo email. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it was really cringy. Um, MSN. Good stuff. I didn't have one. Okay. Um, but uh, since we're shouting out shows... You can also find me on I Hate My Friends. You can also find me at Brianna's Book Bonanza. I was about to say. Yep. And you can, you can also find too. Ethan there. <laughs> yeah. And you can also find me on the anime special that happens once a month um, for Frame Ooh. by Frame. Awesome. Apparently, you can't find me because nobody told me about it. Uh, well, you're going to be on this next one. So okay, make sure you have your three by three ready. So three by three. Oh, I need to read. I need to figure out what's going on. <laughs> it's just like your top. It's like top nine, but you do like a. Just look up three by three and it, there's like a thing where you just take images from an anime and you put it in a three by three block and you use that oh, as okay. like your top 10, but it's nine anime. So I see. All right, cool. You can do it. Awesome. So sweet. And you guys can find me around the discord and I don't have Twitter because my dog ate my Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. 
and I get enough exposure to it when people post links to news and deals and stuff on Discord. But you can find me on Save the Game Media um, at sometimes when I hate my friends. My schedule will be opened up in the new year as I transition out from college and into the working world where I should actually be available when you guys normally record. Mm-hmm. Um, or Sorry, I should say when you guys normally record. And also uh, once a month, you'll or actually I guess twice a month, you'll find me one time on Save the Game Boy, our Nintendo exclusive podcast. And another time on our, uh, sorry, that's a Patreon exclusive. And another Patreon exclusive show, The Leftovers, where it's a solo show by myself where we talk about games, cooking, fitness. We had a really good first episode talking about how important consistency is. And all that behind us, a buck or two over at patreon.com. So give it a go. And with that said, until next time, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Peace.